Hello everybody, welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you are all having a great day to start things off. Cardano's much-awaited Shelly phase will require a fork in Cardano to migrate to the Ouroboros Genesis. I have no idea how to pronounce this word, just to be completely honest with you. I've checked multiple times in multiple places. I thought it was Ouroboros and then Ouroboros. Uh, I learned how to say this as Ouroboros, so it will be said as Ouroboros. People were making fun of me in the last video. Uh, for not knowing how to say this, this is this is not an everyday word. Like you aren't walking into a shop to get some some food asking for an Ouroboros. A video from IOHK CEO, that's Input Output Hong Kong, Charles Huskinson, stated that the fork will happen in quarter one of 2019. The fork will first move the current proof-of-stake protocol Ouroboros to Ouroboros BFT, the Byzantine fault tolerance, and then migrate to Ouroboros Genesis. Once the Ouroboros BFT is out, Cardano 1.5 will then be released. I tried to check around a little bit. I am not like well-versed on exactly how uh, their new awesome, amazing proof-of-stake um, protocol is exactly going to work. Um... I know that a lot of people have been like very uh, anxious for this to actually release. I n have difficulties finding like exact numbers on a lot of things. Typically, when I when there's some type of like a proof of stake, something, anything happening, the same exact thing happened with uh, Ethereum. There were not like exact numbers floating around. I, if you know, please tell me in the comment section below exactly how many um, Cardano or ADA are required in order to be able to uh, show your proof of stake in order to be able to mine. Uh, the actual coin, because I think that could have a huge effect on the price if we found out that it was like, you need 20,000 ADA or you need 50,000 ADA. I think there's always a huge push whenever we figure out exactly how many coins that we actually need. Like last year, uh, when we thought uh, that you would need 1,500 Cardano, I mean, uh, Ethereum, in order to be able to do their proof of stake thing, uh, the price kind of went a little insane for a couple of days because people thought that they had to accumulate 1,500 to be able to do the proof of stake. But I think now it's like 32 Ethereum is the number that's being thrown around even by Mr. Vitalik Buterin. So if, you, if Charles Hoskinson has ever given like an exact number to be able to mine uh, proof of stakeily on the Cardano network, that would be wonderful if you can provide that because I checked around for about five ten minutes multiple different websites and i could not find any proper information on it don't know why just kind of how things are i guess uh on top of that as well we have some very weird news kind of a weird news day bitthumb the south korean cryptocurrency exchange has been accused of fake trading volume to show a higher reported value an allegation that the exchange denies as reported by forbes on the 19th of december the accusation has been fronted by CER, a cryptocurrency exchange ratings and analytics service which has lambasted the crypto Korean exchange of falsifying 94%, that is 9 and 4% of its trade volume since the beginning of this year. They said, and I quote, uh, BitThumb is doing nothing to inflate trading volume. This was said by a representative to the company, to Forbes. They added, BitThumb is not selling mining based coin okay bitthumb is trying to get more customers by providing various promotions to just like any other company in the world as a normal business end quote cer has accused bitthumb of wash trading a form of market manipulation where large amounts of crypto are moved by the same entity back and forth to show an increase in trade volume without an actual trade so just to touch on this part right here as far as wash trading we had something like this um 
even in 2017 and I guess early 2018. I mean, at, th at this point, it's kind of this is all complete speculation. No one, um, unless they have like direct access to their files and inner workings and other uh, things that have been happening directly on the cryptocurrency exchange, no one can say anything. This is all speculation. But we had information before that uh, there were a lot of other coins where people were performing wash trading. Uh, and for clarity, it wasn't Ethereum and it wasn't XRP. Uh, that people were saying that because the exchanges, not even just necessarily BitThumb, other exchanges as well, hold so much uh, cryptocurrency in their possession that in order to make it seem like they were, uh, their exchange was doing more than they were actually doing, uh, they were simply passing back and forth maybe like 10, 15, 20 million dollars every couple of minutes at different addresses that they had within their cryptocurrency exchange. Um, and then by the end of the day, this had boosted things up by at least half a billion in trade volume and this is uh why we saw like such health in the cryptocurrency market uh once again all speculation but wash trading has been a major concern for quite a long amount of time because uh if multiple major exchanges have been wash trading that then means uh a large portion of crypto's volume has been completely falsified and it's then not as popular as we once believed according to Karn con market cap yeah kind of coin market cap uh bitthumbs daily trading volume in september was 350 million and by early september the daily trading volume jumped up by 1157 percent to 4.4 billion down from the 350 where it was before at press time the korean exchange is the second largest exchange by rep reported volume uh posing a figure of 1.66 billion us dollars no one knows this is obviously all speculation in some sort of way i like i told you guys before in other videos there are people who are um obsessed with this kind of stuff this is actually their job i mean you want to make sure that crypto is uh relatively legitimate anyway you want to make sure that things like this are not happening um the reason i decide to actually uh decided to talk about this in this video uh, specifically is not to scare everyone off or make them think that uh things are completely fake in the cryptocurrency space it has to come down to the reason why me i believe we've seen such a huge uh push towards um fidelity and new york stock exchange and nasdaq i feel like for quite a amount of time the, the the amount of money that can be made in cryptocurrencies especially if you have a cryptocurrency exchange is just astronomically ridiculous like binance before has reported that they're making i think billions of dollars just from like the the percentage that they take from the actual trades like they're making a huge amount of money uh so there definitely are exchanges out there who are uh, potentially falsifying their information. Uh, and I said it before, and this is really, I think, where crypto is going. I think a lot of the names that we have in cryptocurrency right now are going to completely disappear within the next two years. They're going to be, you know, like how, how you, you, you had like a, a famous uh, company that used to always buy something from, and you go into the store one day and they're just kind of not there, but you kind of forget about them because it's like a new, better product. Uh, this is what I think the New York Stock Exchange and NASDAQ are trying to do. They're already major established names, and this is why I think if you pay attention to the other things that we've been reading, they keep saying that they want to bring validity to the actual cryptocurrency space. They want to make sure that everything is, is legal and regulated and that everything is fine and everything is so-and-so, and they're going to show the, you know, we're working with the regulators, that's not to say that obviously other places have not been working with regulators, uh, but if you want crypto to become a multi-trillion dollar asset, uh, you can't have news stories like this. So I have a, I, mean, I can only assume that many other crypto exchanges are going to exist in the background. They may not completely turn to dust. 
Uh, but soon will be long gone the days of us using, uh, or rather, if you're like a, a heavy-handed investor, even just like investing in general, I have a strong feeling that people will only be using the major platforms because they will be seen as, as more valid and more trusted and have a higher trading volume. And also, we saw a couple of days ago that the New York Stock Exchange had also invested in a smaller cryptocurrency exchange. I can't remember the name of it at the moment. Uh, but one can only assume that they're also going to be trying to push this as well as like uh, an alternative to other things that we've been having. This is why you may have then also noticed why we've seen such a huge push uh, from Coinbase to make sure that they're still valid, to make sure that they have more coins, to make sure that they are completely regulated and everyone knows exactly who they are. They're constantly on TV, uh, making sure that everyone sees their faces and knows how friendly they are. And they're always smiling. The same exact thing with Binance. Like Binance has made sure that they had told all the regulators, we'll definitely work with you. Like we will give you all of our information to show you exactly what we've done uh, because of pretty much headlines like this. So... Uh, look out for the future because a lot of the stuff that we have right now, where we trade and where we buy and stuff like that, will not be there. And I assume this will, we got about 365 days. My next winter, uh, things will be very, very different in the cryptocurrency space. Next up, this is probably the weirdest thing you'll hear all day. Known for inventing torrenting or BitTorrent in the early 2000s, Bram Cohen might also end up getting famous for an entirely different thing. Solving the electricity wastage problem of Bitcoin, Cohen's newest creation, a cryptocurrency known as Chia, yeah, just like the Chia pet, which bills itself as a green money for a digital world, is the very antithesis of Bitcoin. Unlike Bitcoin, which uses electricity guzzling proof of work consistency mechanism, the Chia cryptocurrency uses proof of space where the mining process uses the hard disk space. Speaking to Breaker Magazine, Cohen stated, that, that hard disk space is readily and widely available and most of the time unutilized, he said. The idea is that you're leveraging this resource of storage capacity and people already have ludicrous amounts of excess storage on their laptops and other places, which is not being utilized. There's so much of that that it should eventually reach the point where if we were buying new hard drives for the purpose of farming, it would lose you money. Besides reducing electricity costs, Cohen also claims... That Chia cryptocurrency is relatively more secure compared to Bitcoin. There's a little photo. According to Cohen, who created BitTorrent in, in 2001, well, while study, was still a student at the University of Buffalo, though it was, that's not really that important. He says for Chia Network, he said, to attack Chia, you'd have to get access to more resources than the network as a whole, which will be a huge amount of resources once everyone has signed up. The cost of acquiring them up front would be huge. Higher than the cost of ASICs we would need to attack Bitcoin. So to overwhelm the, the system, you would be much more difficult. Would be much more difficult. Uh, this is, you know what I think? Uh, I have a feeling uh, 2000, end of 2017, 2018 was like the let's attack Ethereum uh, type phase of cryptocurrency. We had at least uh, 14 Ethereum clones, if you kind of want to call them that, who were trying to attack Ethereum. I think 2019, with all the, my opinion, with all the hype that Bitcoin has been getting um, and the names that are backing Bitcoin who are talking about releasing stuff in 2019, I have a strong feeling 2019 is going to be the year of the Bitcoin clones. And I don't mean like Bitcoin forks. I mean stuff like this. That's not to say that Chia could not potentially be good. But to be fair, uh, when I first got into Bitcoin, there were at least 30 different uh bitcoin copies and stuff like that who all claimed that they could do this and uh this is like the very beginning of what we had or what we now know as proof of stake who are all claiming that their coin was quicker faster and better than bitcoin or that it used less electricity 
I mean, good luck to him. I personally don't feel like I would want to go into a shop and say that I'm paying in Chia. That's just kind of me. Maybe there'll be like a name rebranding, but uh, let's see if this ends up becoming anything. There's so many things like this where people are trying to like, and like it's really big names as well. It's never like any normal people. It's people who like created something else major who think that they're going to create something else. And uh, if he, and I'll say it this way, if he, if, if he creates this and is able to get as many people on his network as there are on Bitcoin, which is estimated to be around anywhere from 50 to 100 million people around the world, uh, then I guess Chia deserves to be as big as Bitcoin. But I have a strong feeling, unless he's launching this tomorrow, uh, by the time Backed and everything else ends up launching, uh, it'll be very difficult for any new cryptocurrency to kind of uh, climb the tree, climb the ladder in order to be able to get as high as Bitcoin. Anyway, just thought I'd talk about that because I'm fairly certain we're going to have a lot more news where people are trying to create new cryptocurrencies especially green cryptocurrencies. First of all, this this argument has been relatively debunked. Uh, we know that, uh, what was it the other day that we had? It was like 77% of all Bitcoin mining is done by uh, renewable resources. And even the ones who aren't using renewable resources, who are using like just plugging their stuff into a wall and using the, the old power grids and stuff like that. Uh, we know that they're also in some way trying to uh, switch over to greener energy or something that is uh, solar powered, wind, water, whatever the case might be, because uh, their electricity bills are also going up and are expected to only go up even higher should Bitcoin's price go even higher. At some point, they'll have to switch over to green energy. Uh, I Let's say end of 2019, 2020, I'm going to assume we're going to have new stories, uh, like really like euphoric ones as well, like, you know, like 98% of all Bitcoin mining is, is green now and stuff like that. Anyway, just thought I'd talk about uh, the BitTorrents creator, new cryptocurrency called Chia. Uh, oh, side note. Uh, remember also nine months ago when we had that other news that there was a former uh, Bitcoin uh, developer who had created another cryptocurrency? Uh, I can't remember the name of it. And it had like, I think there were only like 1.2 million coins or something like that. And then we had news a week and a half later that that cryptocurrency was trying to launch. But I think 90% of all the coins have been bought up by like three investors. There's a reason why you don't hear about that anymore because poof. Anyway, let's move on. Next up, this one going to breeze right through it. Uh, it has like a lot of Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, references which i thought was kind of cool anyway the point is um there's apparently something go rather i mean I'll, I'll read through this tweet and then you'll kind of get all of it uh preston von loon said on twitter he said our biggest distraction at prior labs is that we are still working full-time for other jobs even with recent grants it's an, it's hardly enough to take the whole team full-time with significant pay cuts and it's certainly not even for us to scale the team to where we need it uh, Vitalik Buterin uh, has actually given away, I, he, I think he gave away 3,000 Ethereum so far to uh, cryptocurrency projects who are actually, I want to kind of say like suffering in some sort of way. I mean, it's because the market has been going down. Uh, it has affected a lot of people in the cryptocurrency space who just don't have it and who had it maybe before, but maybe due to lack of proper fund management, whatever the case might be, uh, Vitalik has been donating at this, at this point is about... 100,000 US dollars to multiple cryptocurrency projects. I'm hoping that it'll lift them up a tiny bit and I'm sure it definitely helps. Uh, so very good on him. Uh, big thumbs up to Vitalik, especially uh, people were talking about because his name is non-giver of ether. And then he gave away 3000 Ethereum. It's kind of 
anyway uh and then also on that as well uh because you can do this in the cryptocurrency space people were checking um i don't see it exactly right here but you can see that he has other tokens uh people were checking uh the address that he actually sent it from they uh verified that it was actually valid and he actually did send this money to other people uh but people were also making note that he actually has uh three other coins uh, notable holdings uh that he has and they are for the maker coin the i think kyber network coin and also amise go uh and they said uh he has another adult coin that's uh near empty and he's actually holding i think one crypto kitty <laughs> which is right here anyway uh it's nice that he's doing this so that this is actually happening uh because it's getting very rough there was also news i should have talked about it the other day uh can't remember what, what, what other company they just i think fired like 25 percent of their workforce as well this was something else besides what we had been speaking about before a lot of other places are uh getting rid of is the nicest way of saying it their uh, workforce because they really can't do it anymore uh so i think a, any huge bump in the market price uh, for every single coin would be a major help uh because a lot of projects are starting to shut down or maybe they're just going uh cold for a while um waiting for prices to potentially go back up so that they can hopefully rehire the people who are working on these projects yeah next up financial advisors are buying large amounts of bitcoin this was said by the ceo of caleb and brown one of australia's largest cryptocurrency brokerage services discussing the current state of cryptocurrency market and its forerunner bitcoin Dr. Prash Puspanathan, CEO and founder of Caleb and Brown, Australia's largest retail cryptocurrency broker service, revealed that international financial advisors are adding Bitcoin to their portfolios. I assume that is him. He said there are wealth managers who have their own personal crypto portfolios. They see value in it. I've dealt with five or six of them personally already. According to the specialist, at least half of their clients are from abroad, with a majority coming from the United States. However, Dr. Prash also shares that the current state of regulatory framework is causing advisors to be wary. He holds that one crypto, once cryptocurrencies become a recognized financial instrument, the tides will turn. He said at the moment they're afraid. They're scared because there's no consistency to the messaging from, from top down. Once we get some consistency, once crypto becomes a regulated financial instrument, which it isn't at the moment, we will see the financial incumbents being able to invest in it, end quote. Now, I know he's from Australia, uh, and I think they're also having like a, not a difficult time when it comes to crypto regulation. I think they're also maybe in kind of some something similar to the same boat as the United States, wherein there's been like no proper clarification on anything that's been happening in the cryptocurrency space. Uh, this, I mean, time, time is an interesting thing because time is very finite and time does not last forever we still don't have proper uh people were saying in the comment section and i totally agree with you and now that i even think about it the fact that we're going to have like backed infidelity and new york stock exchange blah 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 blah, blah, blah so and so getting into the cryptocurrency space at the beginning of next year but rules and laws haven't really changed in the united states as far as apparently according to other people in the comment section if you buy like a latte or something like that in the store you have to pay taxes on that transaction it seems a little weird that we haven't had any type of ruling from many other places around the world that if you are spending your cryptocurrencies uh that you are not then taxed on that actual event so i don't understand how backed or other things plan on taking off if the regulators in the united states and apparently also other places as well um haven't really gotten it together especially when it comes to like laws and rules and stuff like that we had some from uh, two countries yesterday 
who have given proper clarification on things like that. But everything still seems to be a bit cold uh, to the cryptocurrency space, being actually able to uh, spend your cryptocurrencies because apparently people in the, in the U.S. were also saying that if you had crypto and you were using it, you, like you didn't even cash out of crypto, but you were buying uh, like a, a flat or a house or something like that with it, you would still have to pay taxes. It's, it's kind of weird. Um, I assume eventually that we will have a proper clarification as to exactly, you know, regulatory framework around it. Because um, I totally get it. It's 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 a very, I don't know. It's I guess it's just a, a, a power struggle. Uh, but it's nice to know that uh, regardless, uh, people are still stocking up on, on Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. For the sake of argument, just talking about Bitcoin right now. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it's happening in the background. This, this has been happening for multiple years. And I just want a proper metric of exactly how much has been purchased. Because I think there's not that much out there anymore. Just to breeze over this kind of uh, tying into the last one that we had from the Australia story. The United Kingdom's tax agency has just released a comprehensive explanation of how it sees crypto assets and how individuals may be taxed on their holdings. Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs, HMRC, the government agency responsible for collecting taxes and overseeing other aspects of the nation's coffers, explained that Wednesday's report specifically focuses on how individuals possessing crypto assets might be taxed, but does not outline the tax scheme for tokens held by businesses or for business purposes. Guidance on that will be published at a later date. The document follows a previous report from the United Kingdom government treating crypto assets more as property than as a form of money. They said HMRC does not consider crypto assets to be a currency or money. This reflects a position previously set out by the report from Crypto Assets Task Force or the CATF. It explains noting that the task force classified cryptocurrencies as either exchange tokens, utility tokens or security tokens and quote. Uh, it's kind of frustrating. Um, the f this i think is maybe the the final barrier uh when years ago getting into cryptocurrency um it was a very niche thing and we knew that at a certain point we would have a situation where um i want to say governments would push back against us we've had a bit of a uh, pushback back push pushback uh it hasn't been as severe as i thought it could be but this is still fine uh, what we have now is we also had something from the Japanese government yesterday who announced that uh, cryptocurrencies in their country are not legal tender when it was previously legal, known as legal tender before. Like it was known, it was at, it was at par in a sense with their national currency. Kind of you could pay for things, except, you know, what have you. Uh, now we have a situation where um, governments around the world are announcing that they are not cryptocurrencies, that they are crypto assets. Uh, and they are not currency or money that they are now property, which is not bad, but it still leads me to the question of what happens when people are using their cryptocurrencies uh, as a way of paying for things? Because this is only spreading a lot quicker than I think even governments think that they are. So this is kind of what I mean. Like this may be the last phase as far as like uh, crypto is going to be widely adopted. Uh, whether you may think so, or whether the governments may think that it's never going to happen, uh, this is this is clearly in, in, indicative to me of where we're going as a, as a space. Like it, this, there's a huge difference between saying um, you are now property as opposed to saying you are banned. We haven't had any bans from any major countries around the world. China withheld. Uh, so this is still, in a sense, very good. But I think we're going to get to a certain point where crypto becomes so popular. These laws are going to have to change because if everyone's using it on a daily basis, um, 
like I wonder like exactly how deep the 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 specificity goes because if you are trying to let's say you're doing like heavy trades back and forth and you're trading property back and forth it seems a bit weird like the taxation situation would then be different if as if you were trading stocks and bonds as if you were just trading homes back and forth i don't know it's all a bit weird uh it's nice to have i guess in some sort of a way uh like proper clarification from a country as to exactly what has to be paid this kind of eases tensions if you will quote unquote when it comes to um knowing exactly what you're going to have to pay should you cash out of cryptocurrencies uh but on the other hand I mean, being considered property is kind of just one thing. Anyway, I'm going to move on from this. I wanted to breeze over it. And it, it kind of, the, the, these stories kind of annoy me because they, governments are still afraid and they, they, they know exactly uh, when they put the, 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 the wording a certain way, how they're trying to uh, discourage people from getting into cryptocurrencies. Uh, people will still do it regardless of what they do, but uh, let's move on. Last up to finish things off. One of Canada's largest cryptocurrency exchanges known as CoinSquare has officially launched in 25 European countries. A CoinSquare spokesperson has shared some details with news.bitcoin.com. Users in Europe now have access to all major services the exchange offers, including all supported cryptocurrencies. It says somewhere down here. For those who aren't looking at the screen, it says... It's available in Austria, in Belgium, Bulgaria, Croatia, Cyprus, Czech Republic, Denmark, Estonia, Finland, France, Greece, Hungary, Ireland, Italy, Latvia, Liechtenstein, Netherlands, Norway, Poland, Portugal, Romania, Slovakia, Slovenia, Spain, and the United Kingdom. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Where's the other information? So and so and so. Uh, yeah, so apparently, wait, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? There we go. Uh, the exchange currently supports the trading of Bitcoin against the US dollar, the Canadian dollar, and the euro. In addition, Bitcoin can be traded against Bitcoin Cash, traded as BAB. I don't know why they have BAB as the trading thing. Anyway, uh, they also have Bitcoin Cash SV, Ethereum, Ethereum Classic, Litecoin, XRP, Doge, and Dash. Uh, I still think it's a little odd and I hope they do change this. I have never used CoinSquare and I think they typically care more about what their customers say as opposed to uh, random people floating around. I think it's a little weird that we have come this far as a cryptocurrency community and they are only listing Bitcoin as a trading pair uh, against multiple other coins, especially when they have Ethereum. XRP and for sake of argument, uh, Bitcoin Cash as well. I feel like these would also benefit, their entire platform would benefit greatly from having these other things as trading pairs, as main trading pairs as well, or as base pairs, as opposed to just Bitcoin. But on the brighter side of things, this is very good that they have expanded. I remember they were talking about before that they definitely were trying to move into other jurisdictions. I'm not exactly sure if CoinSquare has moved to the United States. That might be a major hurdle. I'm not, I still don't get it, guys. I don't understand why the U.S. is so adamant that they are trying to, you know, okay. I was going to say, I don't know why the U.S. is so uh, difficult when it comes to actually getting into the country and doing things and trying to uh, work out on cryptocurrencies. And I answered my own question in my head. I'm pretty sure uh, that the New York Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ and Fidelity have probably had, and I'm sure this has happened, have probably had talks with, uh, the regulators in the country and maybe told them to make it more difficult for anyone else to get inside because what happens when um, every other cryptocurrency exchange like we've seen during this year is pushed out of the states 
Uh, they're told to pretty much go somewhere else because you can't do business here. And then we have the New York Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ launching their own crypto services. They take the entire piece of the pie. I just answered my own question. Anyway, uh, it's nice to hear that CoinSquare has uh, spread further. They're in other countries, especially 25 other countries at the exact same time. Very good for them. Uh, side note, if you have ever used CoinSquare, like I said, I have not. Uh, please let other people in the comment section below know if it's actually any good. Um, because we've had other cryptocurrency exchanges who have announced that they have uh, moved to other countries or they are now available in other countries. But when you check their platform, you actually don't own the cryptocurrencies. Like you buy into a cryptocurrency. But if you want to move uh your funds around you have to cash back out into your local currency and then withdraw the money and then put it back into another coin so it's kind of tedious if you actually own the cryptocurrencies on their platform that is absolutely wonderful and to kind of finish things off the market's still in green uh bitcoin has passed by that uh crazy four thousand dollar number i think the resistance level right now from what i've heard around is 4200 or rather it was i think 38 and now 42 is the next barrier and when we pass by 42 then from there it's around like 5,000 somewhere around there uh xrp has to pass by uh, 40 cents <clears throat> excuse me i think that's supposed to be the next um mental barrier if you will for uh like the not bottom like the base level of you know how low it's going to fall um eos apparently needs to be above three dollars in order for the people who are uh, protecting the network the the block producers to be able to break even when it comes to making money. I can't remember the other numbers for the other ones. Uh, don't remember. The, anyway, uh, the point is uh, the market's doing fairly well. A lot of people are saying that this could be a dead cat bounce as in the market uh, may look good right now, but could potentially fall back down. I and I can't be the only one who feels this. I feel like the market as a whole is ready to move. And I buy the market. I mean the millions of people around the world. I think everyone's desperate for prices to continue to go back up. And this is if you pay attention over here, like the prices have been completely losing their minds the last couple of seconds. I think everyone's trying to get the prices up. I think there's obviously active people who are trying to bet against the price and or push it lower so they can get more cryptocurrencies and whatever the case might be. Um, I was actually pretty shocked because if you look at this little dip over here, you can kind of see it on these small charts. Uh, Bitcoin was uh, trending lower as I was going to sleep and as I've woken back up, uh, the price has relatively been doing okay. I hope that this continues. Um, obviously, I don't want prices to really go down forever. Hope that everything uh, ends up going up. I think that's going to do it for this video. Hope you all enjoyed. Hope you all are having a great day, a great morning, a great afternoon, wherever you are, wherever you might be. I forgot to mention that Waves is up over 100% over the past seven days because there was a new... I almost said wave of funding because I was looking at the word waves. There's a new like round of funding. I think they got like $120 million or something like that that went to their project. Something along those lines. Uh, but this is why if you were wondering why waves is up so high, there's a new renewed faith in the platform. And people were noting uh, over the last couple of days how it was passing by all these other coins and how it was on its own bull run by itself. Uh, thank you all once again for watching and listening. I hope you all enjoyed. And yeah, I'll talk to you all soon. See you.